0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast episode number 71. My name is Josh, and I'm joined by my good friend, Brett Roberts. As always, coming at you live inside of Haptic HQ. Hello.
1: What's up, everybody? How are you? Doing good. Uh, full disclosure, yeah. it is about to tornado and storm here, at where I'm at, uh, outside the HQ. It's about to tornado. I Yeah, there's tornado warnings. So I might get disconnected, maybe, possibly, I don't know. But if I do, I'm going to try to call in. Uh, so drop it, drop a line, drop a line. So that's just a backup, just in case, uh, just so everyone knows there might be some downtime, but we have a lot to talk about this week on Hapticast.
0: Nothing stops this train. Nothing. Nothing stops the train. Yuki says in the chat, we just got golf ball hail. So be prepared. That's probably coming my way. Yikes. Storm that you're talking about completely missed me on uh, over here. I think you you think that,
1: but I thought so too, and now it's coming. So. No, I
0: just looked at the radar. There's nothing coming. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, we're in the same spot, so. <laughs> I mean, are we? We're sitting right next to each other.
0: Yeah. But I'm on the good side, and you're on the bad side, so. That's right. Hapticast, Cast, welcome. Uh, welcome, episode 71. That's right. Uh, Like Brett said, we have a lot to talk about today. A uh, Quick shout out to um, our Spotify. We have one now. And all episodes except for the last five are live on Spotify. So you can go ahead and listen to them on there. Those of you that are listening to this in the future on there, which hopefully won't be too long after we stream it. I don't know what our turnaround time is going to look like for that, but it won't take too, too long uh, as we now have a process for it.
1: Yeah, and we're also live on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, and uh, Amazon Music or Amazon whatever the fuck their podcast thing is called. But also Spotify. Uh, yeah. So go follow us on all of those platforms. And also, if you know if you enjoy our show, it'd help a lot if you could uh, rate our show mm. five stars. Only five. It can help stars. us.
0: Anything less yeah. than five stars, and you're lying.
1: It would help a lot with getting sponsorships. We're actually going to start applying for some sponsorships for audio specific uh, podcasts. So.
0: Yeah. That would help a lot. A lot of people, I mean, at least according to our analytics, have already listened on Spotify. So shout out to uh, those people, mainly Belgium, the Bells. Yeah, there's a lot
1: of them on there for some reason, but we appreciate Car- you. Carol of the Bells. Yeah. Uh, what's our upcoming schedule looking like, Josh? What's the plan?
0: Um, That's not really relevant this week. Uh, I should have probably deleted that because this is this week. I'm going on vacation starting Wednesday, but there'll be normal content flow this week and i'll be back before it matters
1: oh okay then i thought i thought it mattered if it doesn't matter never mind. it
0: doesn't matter i put that in there last week Uh, i should have deleted it but i didn't it's fine so so no interruption to content we will have to talk about the month of july coming up uh because i'm entering production for phantom we're gonna need to discuss that i have some ideas um about how we could preload that so there's no interruption in content. I, you know, I just feel like we have like a good flow going, you know, we're gaining subscribers, we have the, the audio stuff going. I don't want to just disappear for a month, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I have some ideas.
1: I'm very curious to hear your ideas.
0: Well, my ideas are your is your idea. That the Hapticast oh. after dark thing. You know yeah. what I'm
1: saying? Un- unscripted, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh you'll have time for that? I mean, if we want to record a few, I don't know if we want to stream those too, or if you want to do that audio only, but it could be like, you know, could be a good way to push our Spotify. Just be like, Hey, we have four exclusive audio only episodes.
1: Yeah. We could put some of them up on YouTube or yeah. a clip, a yeah, clip of them exactly. and say, go check out the rest. Exactly. Yeah. This is not entertaining this at is, all for yes. anyone watching.
0: Yes. This is, this does not need to be a conversation now, but yeah. You know, yeah. Congratulations. You got to peek behind the curtain. Um, All right. What we're talking about today obviously we'll do we're gonna try to do a brief media consumption update because of how much we have to get to then we have the abysmal chronicles we have some a couple of interesting stories in there including one that i really want to talk about well two one being uh the shooting incidents that just occurred and its relationship with video games uh, in the united states uh, and then xbox uh really in a bad spot um and then we're obviously going to be talking about as the stream and podcast i suggests, suggest the new ps plus uh bunch of information dropped today with the launch games basically for that uh so we're going to go through them talk a little bit about that and then really the the big big story for us of the week is silent hill uh leaks uh confirming leaks new leaks new information new stuff going on uh people are bad uh and uh i'm excited so that'll be a great topic um uh, and then yeah
1: i'm excited to delve into that
0: yeah and then if there's time we'll either mention it or visit at the end silt which is an upcoming. Uh, indie game for Indie Intel. Uh, well, that, you mentioned it, so now we're doing it. Well, yeah, I mean, it just might be brief is what I'm saying, you know, we yeah. might not do a whole thing depending on how long, you know, how long this goes. Yeah. So without further ado, Brett, let's, let's go ahead and, and hop into it, uh, media consumption. Uh, why don't you just go ahead and go first?
1: Okay, yeah, uh, I'm going to keep it brief because we have a lot to talk about. Uh, we both watched Little Nicky, the film. Adam Sandler film, Yeah, uh, two days ago. Great film. Yeah, it's a good movie, man. It's funny. It's it's classic. Uh, not my favorite Adam Sandler movie, but honestly, it's impressive. The set design's pretty good when they're in hell. Dude, it's and, so,
0: it's, uh, it's 90s. It's perfect.
1: Yeah, it really is. Beautiful movie. Uh, so, so that movie's great. I also watched The Northman last night, which I liked a lot, mm. actually. Mm. Uh, mm. Are you coming? What what's he's happening? You're saying,
0: mm. like, yum, you know? You know oh, I liked yeah.
1: liked it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I don't think it was a perfect five. He, he, the way they depict some of the spiritual Viking stuff, like Valhalla and whatnot, I, it was like hokey kind of, but also very Robert Eggers. Like it was like very him. Yeah. So I can't really knock it for that. But yeah, I mean, there were some things I liked. There were some things I didn't like. I gave it a four out of five. Go check out my review on Letterboxd. If you've that's seen it, it, it's a spoiler filled uh, review. They're very, very minor spoiler. Yeah. Um. So that's that.
0: Excellent.
1: I I also—we didn't watch it live, but I've been catching up on the Creator Clash YouTube boxing event.
0: Yeah, we—so, I mean, you and I did watch a little bit of it the other night.
1: Yeah, we watched a little bit of it, and I've been watching a lot of highlights. And, man, I gotta say, what a successful event that was. I'm not a huge boxing fan. Obviously, I'm a huge YouTube fan, so I saw a lot of my favorite creators uh, boxing. And it was um, just—it was incredible in terms of the heart of all the fighters uh the dedication of all of the fighters and how you know they all had really strict workout and training regimes and just the fact that it it happened was insane. Uh I think almost every fight, if not all of the fights, were uh no headgear fights, yeah. which which actually is like a big deal. That means they're like sanctioned fights from the boxing committee. And that's like a pretty that's a pretty big deal. So
0: Yeah. I enjoyed what we watched. I mean the spectacle of it too, like if like it was fully produced. Yeah, um, and some of the matches were hard-hitting and fun to watch especially that women's match we watched that was nuts
1: yeah for sure uh it was actually produced by ego raptors media company so like they had the funding of game grumps basically like putting that on and uh anisa and ian i were the ones that like kind of put the whole event on and it was it was just a huge success they didn't use drama uh to to fuel any of the of the fights It was all sportsmanship-like and all good, and they were hugging each other and shouting each other out. The only unsportsmanlike thing that happened, I don't know if you saw Mm, this, Josh, but Dr. Mike got a a really, really shitty sneak hit in on iDubbbz for no reason, and he was also kind of being a cunt about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So... Ah, YouTube didn't hear that. Is that word banned? Yes. That's awesome, dude. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, he he wasn't really being a good sport about the whole thing, uh, but... All in all, it was a great event. Hell yeah! Looking forward to more games. I've been playing Rayman Legends. If you follow me on Twitter at Brett Rob, you you'll see that I finally decided to hop back into Rayman Legends and get the Impossible Platinum Trophy. Of course, I hopped on yesterday to try and do my challenges, and the servers were down. Thankfully, not permanently, uh, just for the day yesterday.
0: Uh, Ubisoft.
1: Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil Five. You and I haven't playing oh, yeah. that. That game fucking sucks. Yeah, but... it's not good. Also, who cares? It's fun, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's ridiculous, but it's also just not good.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: We gotta get through <laughs> it, though.
1: And I also picked up Salt and Sacrifice, which is mm-hmm. the new game from Ska Studios. It's a spiritual successor to Salt and Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. It is pretty good. There's some mechanics I really don't like, and there's some mechanics that I really do like. Um, it reminds me, and I told you this, it is the Dark Souls 2 of this franchise, Salt and Salt and Blank, if you will. Um, it's all end. Uh, but yeah, it is the Dark Souls 2. It does a lot with magic and and weird stuff like that. So, uh, if you're curious, I mean, it's like a solid, for me right now, like a six and a half, seven out of ten. But it's, it's, it's picking up. So, maybe like a 7.5 where I'm at right now. All right, fair enough. And I want to play it with a co-op partner, so if anyone gets it, talk me off.
0: All right, fair enough. Uh, I only have one thing to add that I've been playing out of the things that you didn't list there. And that is, uh, oh, well, we've also been playing a little bit of Halo, but we don't need to talk about that. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2, I continue to play that. In fact, that's pretty much the only thing I did since the last time we streamed, which was last Thursday. So um, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead, like 30 hours in, 25, 30 hours into it. Uh, I'm definitely past where I was the first time when I played it. Like, I remember I got to the mission where I ended before, and I was like, oh, I remember this, and I don't remember anything else after it. Uh, I'm loving it. That game is narratively one uh, one of the greatest games of all time. And also, as far as open world games go, it's great because it doesn't overwhelm you. I feel like it's the first time I haven't been a little overwhelmed by an open world game in a long time. I mean, maybe besides Elden Ring but the map is not cluttered with icons. It's very focused narratively that way. There are side quests. There are other things that you have to do or can do, but it's done in a way where it's like you can, you have to seek that stuff out uh, specifically if you want it to populate on your map. And if you don't do that, it's not going to bother you with it. Mm. So,
1: I like that. I like I, that a lot.
0: I, I like that a lot. So you can really I'm just really mainlining the story doing some side stuff here and there like some some bank robberies, robbing some houses and stuff like that here and there to get some more money. But it's uh, been really a pleasant experience even at 30 FPS. So. Nice. All right. Without further ado, let's hop into The Abysmal Chronicles. As everybody knows, Brett, The Abysmal Chronicles are just some new stories that we go through that maybe we just don't have quite enough time to make as a full main topic. And of course, we get to these before our main topics of the day, which today will be, you know, PS Plus and uh, Silent Hill. But let's hop into the Abysmal Chronicles, Brett. And uh, why don't you hit us with a little ditty? Let's see. What do I do? He's, not what right He's not right, folks. Um... He's not right. Okay.
1: All right. So, uh, yeah, first, we're going to talk about video game releases. Sorry, it literally just started like abysmally downpouring outside. So, yeah. And there's literally people screaming. This is, I'm closing my window. <laughs> this is very bad. Um, dude, it was literally like. Ah! Um, so video game releases, upcoming games I have uh, from today till next week. So first off, we have Umurangi Generation which is coming out for Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, May 17th, which is tomorrow. Hell yeah. Vampire the Masquerade, Swan Song, is coming out for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on May 19th. And Dolman is coming out for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC on May 20th. This game sounds like it is fake. Dolman? Dolman.
0: More like Dole Whip, am I right?
1: That's right. All right, let's hop into our stories for today, our news stories. So first up, we have some Remedy Studio production updates. Uh, Josh, I know you are a huge fan of Remedy, and I'll tell you what, I am very excited for Alan Wake 2. I
0: care about four out of the five of these things that you're about to say.
1: All right, well, let's go through them. So first up, Alan Wake 2 is now in full production and is set for 2023.
0: (laughs) First of all, no, it's it's not going to make 2023. I would just tell you that right now, but I'm hyped for it yeah it looks the concept yeah. art that they released looks yeah that game ain't coming out before 2024 folks and late 2024 i'm telling you that right now okay so yeah this wasn't this is from an investor meeting by the way which is probably why they have some of these things on it so
1: okay um also a main control game in concept proto- uh, prototype stage so that's pretty exciting yep that game's what? years off why did you pull a marker out
0: i just have it i like to you know i like to have writing utensils sometimes for the okay. audio only folks, I'm just twirling a little expo marker in my fingers right now. You know, it's like okay. a fidget thing.
1: Okay. Uh a spin-off control game is in the concept stage right now, which is very strange. I don't know why they would why they would do that, but they are. Uh Max Payne one and two remakes are also in the concept stage right now. Yes. Which is quite interesting, actually. I've always wanted to play Max Payne, so yes. Interesting. They're gonna be I'm yes, give me those. And then finally, Vanguard a free-to-play co-op game with tencent is making good progress right now and that one we don't need to talk
0: to about so let's move on
1: all right uh the next story twitch is pathetic and has banned dr lupo for a joke yeah uh, dr lupo's twitch account received a seven day ban after the content creator visited ninja's stream content creator ninja and typed something that the platform considered either unsolicited sexual advances or graphic and vulgar sexual comments have
0: have you read what this is yet
1: lupo's chat message was quote sit on my face unquote
0: yeah was this the first time you saw that yes yeah so he literally went into his friends his friend who he's friends with ninja and made Mm -hmm. that joke and got a seven day ban
1: for it yeah and i've seen that uh ninja's wife has actually gone on his stream since and has said that same exact thing to ninja and hasn't gotten banned Mm mm-hmm Uh, so wow uh so if you didn't know dr Lupo once had an exclusivity deal with twitch worth millions of dollars but the streamer has since signed a new contract with youtube in august of 21 and has since been creating content for that platform instead that's right so not Uh, even
0: really relevant and i think they overturned it pretty quickly but twitch is bad and continues to like not enforce their community guidelines appropriately like guidelines they set themselves and this is yeah. a ridiculous example and so is the next one
1: yeah the next one is a twitch streamer named the dan dangler has also been banned
0: dan dangler.
1: Uh, the dan dangler who i have never heard of in my life is a streamer known for call of duty content as well as hot tub streams her band was handed to her over one of these hot tub streams in which she was wearing a bikini and lounging in water uh, while twitch's guidelines are quite strict about certain activities and certain clothing hot tub streams are known for bikini attire due to the environment obviously they're in hot tubs mm-hmm. and they have become a part of twitch right so. so
0: they're sanctioned they're allowed on twitch you know barring a few you know any kind of sexually explicit things basically yeah. um and my thing is this first of all i don't really i mean i know people have different opinions on it stuff like that but like are we going to i mean what if a what if a a dude takes his shirt off and goes in a hot tub. You're not allowed to do that.
1: Well, listen, I don't want to sit here and fucking... I don't want to defend these fucking hot tub streamers because for years, they've been getting away with a lot of things uh, that they should have been getting in trouble for. Yes, but this
0: streamer particularly is not one of those people.
1: Okay, I'm just saying. It's fucking... They're, they need to... I think, personally, that Twitch needs to... If you're going to penalize... Certain people for certain things, you need to penalize other people for other things.
0: Yeah, but that's the point, is that they are not consistent with enforcing their community guidelines, specifically among some of the biggest creators on the platform. Yeah. Just like YouTube. Yeah. So you're bad. Twitch has been bad, continues to be bad, and this is one of the many nails that will be in the coffin when you look at Twitch
1: when it dies. Yeah. They're just weird. I don't know why they do certain things. It's just... It's mind-boggling. Twitch, I don't
0: get it. Twitch, which we're streaming on Twitch right now. I want you to know, Twitch, I fucking despise your platform. And YouTube, I also hate you. And Facebook, I also hate you. Bye-bye. So literally everywhere we're streaming on right now, I hate you. Spotify, right. you're bad. Amazon, you suck. Apple, you use slave labor. Everything's bad.
1: All right. Moving on, Josh. This is something I added last minute. I didn't know if you saw it or not. But Apex Legends has unveiled a mer- Merble, a mobile version exclusive. Legend. A Merble?
0: They, they unlocked a Merble version. Yeah.
1: So Apex Legends Mobile is a completely separate game, the designers say. That does not mean it's a completely different game. Uh, there's a new legend in Apex Legends Mobile. His name is Fade, and you'll play them only Faze in Apex Faze? Legends Mobile. Faze Clan? Wait, only? That's right. Fade was purpose built for mobile gameplay, said Jordan Patz, the game's design director. Quote We took the learnings that we built from bringing PC legends to mobile, and we use them to create a legend that leans into what we see as being the best parts of mobile gameplay. Uh, He's an extremely aggressive mobility fighter that wields a suit based on the same technology as Wraith. In the preview event for Apex Legends Mobile, respawn's designers referred to Fade as a mobile first legend, with the implication there would be that there would be others, which means the character may also show up in the console and PC game later as well.
0: Is this version out yet?
1: Today might have been the release date, yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh so his ability, Josh, was that he would activate something on his wrist and he would go backwards in time to a point where he was previously. So if he got into a firefight, he would literally just reverse time and go back Uh, and his ultimate
0: so he's tracer
1: yeah and his ultimate is he has an orb and when he throws it out it anyone in the area makes it so they can't do damage or do damage or they're invincible and also they can't do damage so if you get hit by it you can't shoot people and do damage but also no one can shoot and do damage to you. And it's an AOE. So the thinking is you use it on the opponents and they can't do damage to you, but also you can't then kill them. So it's a good opportunity to run away. Uh, Also a good opportunity for you to heal up because your opponent can't do damage or take damage. So you heal really quickly, you know?
0: I would say the real damage done here is if you're playing Apex Legends on mobile. I would have to agree with you there.
1: Uh, moving on, NPD uh, has released some interesting tidbits about a few uh, sales of games and, and systems. So first off, Nintendo Switch. NPD has said that Switch has now passed Sony's PlayStation 4 in terms of lifetime sales in the U.S., making it the fourth highest-selling console ever behind the PS2, Xbox 360, and the Nintendo Wii. Huge. That's pretty big. Huge. Uh, when are we going to get the Switch Pro? The world may never know, but... Itch. It's pretty cool that they have released this, you know, three versions now of the Nintendo Switch. The regular, the OLED, and the light. Uh,
0: PlayStation, please so. <clears throat> bring back the Vita. It's not going to happen.
1: NPD... NPD has also revealed some information about Elden Ring. Mm. So Elden Ring has now Mm. sold enough games in April to hit number two on the list behind Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Elden Ring is not only the best-selling game of 2022, but it is also the best-selling game over the last 12 months overall, taking a crown that is usually held by the most recent Call of Duty title.
0: Real quick, I just want to shout out every... Idiotic games journalists that said Elden Ring was only successful because of the pandemic, which doesn't even make any sense. Doesn't and, make sense. And that from software's games will continue to fail if they don't add difficulty settings. uh good one, dude. Let me talk about that first point. Who said that? That was.
1: It's not even the pandemic it anymore. Was, We're it like was almost a, out.
0: It was a reporter from Kotaku that released it a few weeks after launch of the game.
1: That's like something I would say about Animal Crossing, because that is literally Accurate? the truth. Yes. yes.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, basically, it's people that can't play the game that are really bad. It's like, you know, the like the cuphead guy that couldn't do the... Yeah. It's like people like that, dude, that are somehow games journalists that, you know... What?
1: Yeah, that's the official Hapticast, fuck that bitch. Yeah, um... but
0: uh, congratulations to From. This is huge. It's big. It's interesting. It's really cool. Uh, i'm really happy elden ring popped off like this Uh, i cannot wait for the next from game or i guess first of all elden ring dlc and then the next from game so
1: all right this is a big one uh we're going to talk about some kind of fucked up shit so uh trigger warning and i'm sorry if you get offended by this but uh fox news is already using violent video games as a scapegoat for the recent mass shooting so Unfortunately, time is a flat circle. The year is 2022, and a Fox News anchor recently asked an on-air guest whether or not he believed that video games enable mass shootings.
0: Brett, we've talked about this before several hundred thousand times. This is just a purely false and inaccurate line
1: of thinking. Uh, Some background information. On Saturday, this past Saturday, an 18-year-old white man whose name I have redacted from this document uh, because I don't wanna give him any uh, attention, uh, opened fire on a supermarket in Buffalo, New York. He killed 10 people and injured three, the majority of which were black residents of this community. Um, I wanna point out that he specifically picked this supermarket in this community to do as much damage to the black community as he could. Uh, After planning his crime over Discord, he drove 200 miles in full tactical gear and streamed the shooting on Twitch. Uh, the individual responsible for the shooting has pled not guilty to first-degree murder. Um, I'm going to talk about his manifesto in a little bit, but uh, he also released a manifesto on 4chan uh, beforehand. He you know, said that he was obsessed with the mosque shooter from a few years ago, uh, and he also had an expletive the N-word on his rifle visible while he live streamed the whole thing on Twitch. Um, So why am I bringing this up? As I said, uh, Fox News has brought in Bernard Zippor to discuss the causes of mass shootings. Uh, Zippor was a former special agent for the Firearms Division of the Department of Justice and a current college instructor in criminal justice. The news anchor for Fox News, John Scott asked Zippor, It seems like things have gotten so much worse since video games became so realistic and so violent. Have you done research or learned that video games tend to just desensitize people to the actual result of pulling a trigger? Unquote. Uh, He made no mention, by the way, of the shooter's 180-page manifesto about being a committed racist. Of
0: course not. Uh, So here's the thing.
1: Or his, by the way, his ties to uh, beliefs that were spread by Fox News, which
0: yeah, so are very important the, as well. Here's the thing. I like to consider myself a pretty analytical person with most things. I mean, I'm usually generally open if you present to me evidence of something uh, scholarly sourced, you know, repeatable, you know, tons of research on it can be produced over and over and over and over again. Um, I'm pretty open to, you know, changing my opinion or at least educating myself on that. Here's the thing. We are 30 years into video games as a art form, basically, right? Since the beginning of it, people have used it as a scapegoat, in the United States at least, for gun violence. Time and time again, there has been scholarly sourced, supported articles, tons of research, constant trials done to find some sort of association between violence and video games. There's only ever been one study that's done it, and it was proved to be extremely inaccurate and false and forged numbers. There's been no evidence of this at all, ever, not once, not a single time. It doesn't exist. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend to know what the cause of gun violence is, but it's not video games. And in the United States, I could tell you, it probably comes down to a few things. Access. The lack of needing licenses, and also you know the NRA and the fact that it's something that's established in our quote-unquote constitution.
1: Yeah, I would have to agree with you, Josh. And we've talked about this before, you know, so many times on this on this YouTube channel, on this Twitch channel. Um, it's just at this point, it's mind-boggling how this keeps coming up. I think it all started with Mortal Kombat, probably in the '90s, and it has just gone on since then. Uh, saying that video games cause violence is akin to saying the Columbine was responsible or Marilyn Manson was responsible for the Columbine shooting. Um, there's no, there's nothing to it. Uh, there's so many countries that also have access to the same video games that we have in North America mm-hmm. uh, and they have nearly not as many mass shootings as we do right. um, the only common or the only difference between our country and their country would be the access to guns. Um, something that, you know, some of the other countries out there don't have guns on the street like we do. Right. Um, so, you know, Australia, you could say, you can make a case and, and defend and say, you know, Australia doesn't allow like really violent video games, but that's, we know that's not true. uh mm-hmm. A lot of games still get by in Australia. And uh, right. even the UK and, and you know, England yeah. and, and you know, Europe, all those countries over there, uh, they have access to the same games. The only difference is the guns.
0: So. Yeah. It's an access thing, it's a culture thing. I, I mean, the fact that you can go in and purchase a weapon without needing to do licenses, licensing or permits. Um, where it's like the say like you have to for a car. Like think about yeah. how many loopholes you have to drive through just to own and drive a vehicle. Yeah. Those don't exist for weapons. Background checks are on a state by state basis and most don't have them in place. Yeah. Screening doesn't exist. You don't have to take a test or an exam. You don't need to get a license. You don't need to get a permit. You don't need to do many things to just go in and purchase one in most states in the United States. And that's ridiculous. So I mean, I know you and I differ on this thing, on this opinion specifically, but I'm for the total ban of access to all weapons by anyone, including law enforcement, on a domestic soil. I think weapons should not exist. That is my opinion. You want to use it for national defense? Whatever it is. But any weapons on domestic foreign soil, I am totally for the complete ban of it. And even more importantly than that, and maybe back on topic, this is just a ridiculous stupid talking point to avoid the larger issue which is a more complicated thing which i know fox news hosts can't really you know articulate their thoughts well other than you know spouting racism and bullshit so
1: yeah i want to put my opinion out there because i don't want someone to think i'm way farther along than you because i'm not no no you're not um i think that uh i think guns need to be harder for people to access uh i i don't I don't think that assault weapons should be on the streets. I don't think you should be able to go and buy a fully automatic rifle. I don't think there's no need for that. Um, But my problem is there's already so many guns out there and you know, it's going to be ridiculously impossible to take all those guns away. So I see your point and in a, in a perfect world, that is what I would like, but I think we're too far gone. Um, And that's fucked up and not fair, but um, that's besides the point. Uh, The truth is uh, this guy was racist and you know besides the gun problem that's also a problem in this country it's you know guns are the big probably the biggest problem and the biggest cause of this of this shooting but also we have a huge racism problem in this country uh and fox news perpetuates that on a daily basis and for them to simply pass the buck onto video games is not fair it's fucked up and uh, they should take responsibility for that yeah but they won't what was it that um was it replacement theory? Ah,
0: uh, yeah, white supremacist replacement theory.
1: That was something that this shooter constantly brought up in his manifesto, right. And it was said, you know, over two hundred times by uh, Fox News correspondents just in twenty twenty two alone. We're only in May.
0: Yeah, and Tucker Carlson, being their biggest pundit, says it yeah. every like almost every night. So
1: yeah, it's ridiculous. And they need to take responsibility for it. And instead, they're passing the buck on to, uh, you know, something easy, something really easy to just throw it to, and it's video games.
0: And of course, it was an
1: old curmudgeon fuck that doesn't know anything that had to, you know, say it. Probably never played a game in his life. He doesn't know shit, dude. Um, So that's that. My heart goes out to anyone affected by the mass shooting and, uh, you know, fuck that guy. Yeah.
0: So. All right. On a lighter note. (laughs)
1: In a lighter note, um, let me see if I have a voice line for that.
0: How do I not have it? What's that? You copy how to get good games.
1: I don't have Xbox. Ain't got games. As a, uh, oh, you're fired, dude. A voice line
0: that looks like a
1: dildo. But um, yeah, so Xbox ain't got games, dude. We're here to talk about that uh so recently bethesda starfield and redfall have been delayed to 2023 right which is a huge yeah. letdown for a lot of let's, people
0: let's talk about that real quick first before you move on um yeah. yikes dude
1: you and i were kind of sitting there the other day and we were talking about this mm-hmm. and we kind of realized like well what the fuck do they have then <laughs> like they, what is coming out
0: they don't have anything for the rest of the year
1: Yeah, we analyzed all of their their studios and whatnot, and yeah, they have like nothing. Yeah,
0: you're right. We we did go through, which we don't have to here, but we went through each studio and what they're making, and nothing else is coming out for the rest of the year, which means the last game that they released, first party, was Halo, correct?
1: Yes. (laughs) I think so, which was like November of last year?
0: Forza came out before Halo, right? I think it did.
1: Forza might have come out um, after Halo's beta. So Halo might still be the most recent.
0: Well, regardless, Forza or Halo was their last release. And they have no first-party content for the rest of the year. Now, neither does PlayStation as of right now, which is a whole separate conversation. But to me, why this matters is because Xbox has done all these acquisitions, right? Now, I'm not even just talking about recently. I mean, going back years. Some of these studios have been acquired three, four, five, six years ago, and they haven't produced anything. Where are the games? Your service is Game Pass, right? And you have some great third-party stuff in there. You have exclusive first-party day one stuff. And yeah, they might go out and get some huge third-party, second-party stuff for Game Pass for the rest of the year. But if your sole business model is to fuel this service... Specifically with huge first-party titles on all these studios you spent billions of dollars on. Show me the games. You remember that old Wendy's commercial? Where's the beef? Where are the games? Because this is not good. And I'm not saying that I don't think these games should be delayed and they should take as much time as they need to make the games good. Because they absolutely especially need to get Starfield right. Because if that game has a whiff of something wrong, they're fucked. I'm not saying that. I'm saying from a consumer perspective from the outside looking in what are you doing we try to play some games
1: you know yeah we're trying to play some games it's a bad look that's all i'm saying um they did say or they being uh leakers have said that there is a gears of war uh master chief collection-esque thing coming out like a remaster of all of the shit Fuck years of war, more like tears of war. I thought that was just tears of war, but it was a lot longer than that. <laughs> um, but yeah, a tears of war uh, compilation, if you will, HD. So yeah, well, that could be cool, and that'll certainly tide some people over. But yeah, still, yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah, I don't know, man.
1: I don't know what's going on, but yeah. uh, so
0: I know people are pissed, but I also know Phil sponsor Phil sponsor Phil Spencer had a response to that, right?
1: He did. He said these decisions, the decision to delay uh, Starfield and Redfall. Uh, These decisions are hard on teams making the games and our fans. While I fully support giving teams time to release these great games when they are ready, we hear the feedback. Delivering quality and consistency is expected. We will continue to work to better meet those expectations.
0: Right now, you're not delivering on quality or consistency.
1: Right now, you know what you're delivering on? That's it. So, uh, thanks, Phil. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the Abysmal Chronicles. Before we move on to our main topics for today, I have to let you know that we are sponsored, and we are sponsored by W Energy. Uh, W was formulated to give you focus and energy with no jitters or crashes. Their formula contains vitamins, amino acids, and nootropics, including the patented neurofactor. There's no calories. There's no sugar. There's no artificial colors. There's no fillers. None of the bad stuff. All of the good stuff. None of that sheet. If you find it hard to work or study, use code SLICK to save on Dubby. That is right. You can save 10% today on your Dubby.gg order if you use code SLICK at checkout. All the money that you save on your order comes back to us for us to fund this show and others on our channel. Uh, Josh, what's your favorite flavor? What do you got there? Galaxy Granada. Galaxy Granada.
0: Yeah. Grenade. My, Galaxy
1: favorite, my favorite is Dub Sludge. And they did just release a new flavor. What is it called? Peach
0: uh beach and peach and cream? peach
1: and beach and peach i was right beach and peach and it's a mango and peach flavor mango white peach cooler so if you're interested in that head on over to w.gg they also sell merch they have t-shirts uh, they have shaker cups like the beautiful red 2.0 shaker cup i have here Josh is rocking the 1.0 black sleek black edition damn we should uh, make
0: we should can can we make custom shaker cups
1: i've looked into it not through w uh they do have Certain sponsors that are bigger than us do have their own well, custom meant, shaker cups. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, well, I meant we just Streamlabs have
1: that. I looked and they don't have it either. Unfortunate. But uh, I'll I'll keep looking because that is an idea I had. Yeah. Uh, All right. But, but yeah, check out w.gg. Use code Slick. That's S-L-I-C-K. Save ten percent.
0: All right. We have PS Plus and Silent Hill coming up. That's right.
1: Do you like to roll the intro?
0: Okay. I guess I could have just went, but oh well. All right, brett our first main topic of the day what do you got for me as you know the new ps plus the revamped ps plus was announced a few weeks ago that's right right and it's the new tiered version of playstation plus which is sony's competitor to game pass and it's set to launch to most of the world come end of may or you know early mid-june depending on your your region today brett via a PlayStation blog post, PlayStation has revealed the lineup of games coming to the premium tiers of the service via both download, backwards compatibility, and streaming.
1: So, I want to inject real yes. quick. It's not all of the games. It's a selection of the games. Correct. So there's more. This is just them previewing, letting you know what kind of games you can expect. Right. At least at launch. Yeah. Because I know it'll be shipped a little bit, but... Um, okay.
0: So... What I think is the easiest to do here is break it down by tier, uh, refresh people on what you get with the tier, and then Mm -hmm. go into some of the things that they announced today specifically for those tiers, which is mainly the games.
1: Okay, I think that's a good idea.
0: All right. So first of all, the first tier is Essential, right? The Essential tier is the same as what PlayStation Plus is right
1: now, right? So you would get the three or four free games a month and access to online.
0: Correct. Um. And that's it. You know, you have the month monthly resets with that, where you get new games every month, like you said. Online multiplayer, nothing's changing with that. That is what currently is, and I believe that's sixty dollars per year. So that's remaining the, yeah, the price the is remaining the same. Yeah, that's remaining the same. Then you move up to the extra and premium, uh, or sorry, the the extra yeah, the extra and premium tiers. They should have used trophies to describe these, dude. That would have been so much better. Yeah. Uh, the extra and the premium tiers which you will get everything that you do with essential so normal PlayStation Plus benefits as well as PS4 and a PS5 games catalog and this includes 56 first and third party games at least at launch of the service and this is the $99 a month or that, a year that, a year
1: that, that, that's the extra tier what about the premium that's the extra the
0: premium tier is 120 a year okay. um so before I get to what else you get, the premium tier, let me just go through... So, again, you'll get these with the extra and premium. So, the deluxe plans, if you will, above normal PS Plus. I don't know if you want me to read every single game, because there's 56 of them. But there's a lot of really good stuff in here. How, what do, you, how do you want me to do this?
1: Um, You don't have them here, right? They're I don't have...
0: They're on the blog post
1: um right, let's, I, just, I, let's, I, let's just let's just have some out all right so the uh, ones that we think are big
0: yeah so bloodborne uh now also mind you some of this is in the ps plus collection i'm still not unsure if that's going away or not i don't think so because i think you would still get that with the regular tier uh yeah. blood bloodborne is big days gone i mean so pretty much every first party game every
1: japan studio game you got Death Stranding and Death Stranding Director's Cut for PS4 and PS5. Right. Demon's Demon Souls. Souls. Yeah.
0: Um, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War. Ghost of Sh- Tsushima Director's Cut, which I don't have, so... Oh, good. Gravity Rush and- 2 and Gravity Rush Remastered. Uh, both Horizon games. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, just Horizon Zero Dawn. I thought Forbidden West was on here. Infamous, First Light, Second Sun. Ghost. Uh, Spos- both Spider-Man games. That's big.
1: Padepon, Spider-Man games is big.
0: Yeah. Patapon. Uh and Patapon Patapon Remastered and Patapon 2 remastered. Uh Rezogun, Return. Every every house mark game
1: is seemingly yeah. on here. Yes. So
0: Shadow of the Colossus, which is cool. The uh that's the new the re- blue point. Mas- Yeah, the blue point one. Um Last Guardian. Both Last of Us remastered and its DLC left behind. Uh, Until Dawn. All the Uncharted games. Every single one. Every single one. And Wipeout Omega Collection. That's first party stuff. So, there's a lot there. That's not all.
1: That's just what we named.
0: Yeah. That's a lot there. That's way more than what you get the PS Plus Collection right now. That is essentially every major first party release up until Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. Uh, Since the PS4 generation. So, That is pretty enticing.
1: We know that they're not going to put new first party games on here, but it's cool that they are adding the backlog. Right.
0: And I would assume there might be eventually some sort of timeline with that, which they might not announce. You know, they might try to sell a game fully as much as they can do a PC release and then they will be like, okay, now we're going to put it in
1: the PS plus stuff. Yeah, this alone is already great, just like the PS Plus collection was great, but mm-hmm. this is great for new PlayStation players. If oh. you come from Xbox and you're coming to PlayStation, this is incredible for you. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, and then some third-party games. Um, Ashen,
1: Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is big. Which, very important to note, Josh, uh, there is a new service from Ubisoft joining PlayStation Plus called Ubisoft right. Plus. Right. And that is where most of these Ubisoft games are going to be coming from. Right. So. um, batman
0: arkham knight is on there celeste which is great um control ultimate edition so remedy uh, far cry 3 remastered far cry 4 um final fantasy final 15 fantasy. royal edition which includes all the dlc correct that's right uh hollow knight which is great uh, guardians marvel's guardians of the galaxy mk11 um outer wilds red dead redemption 2 which i'm a little fucking pissed off about since I just bought it again um resident evil
1: that's the remake of the first game
0: right um south park fractured but whole, that's cool artful escape which is cool and then you know some more ubisoft games including the division yeah so another great list lots of ubisoft games yeah anything else what? to say about those?
1: I think that it's a good lineup of games, but that's, I mean, that's not all because after the extra tier, there's the premium tier. Right. Which includes even more games. Yes. So that was extra and premium gets what we just described. Now the premium. No, I, think, I, think, I think that was just extra. I think and premium was a typo. I think it's just saying. No, premium. that's well, what we just read is extra and
0: premium. Get both of those.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. You're right.
0: Yeah. Extra and premium. Get all the the PS4 and the PS5 games catalog gotcha then just the premium tier which is the top tier 120 a year also gets classic ps1 and psp games as well as ps3 streaming and select free game trials so that's a lot of gobbledygook but so basically you get ps1 select ps1 and psp games which we'll read in a second ps3 streaming games and game trials for certain games. So this all includes the classic games and the PS3 games includes 29 first and third party games. Yep. So let's go through the list and then I have some tidbits that were announced today from this that I want to go through with you. Okay. okay. So let's start with classic games. This is original PlayStation and PSP games. Not a ton, but some definitely some standouts in here, including Ape Escape.
1: Were you going to say something? I was going to say, and again, this isn't all of them. There's going to be more. Right. Because this is just, it says below is an early look at a selection of games that will be available.
0: Ape Escape, Hot Shots Golf, which is an awesome game. And well, Super Stardust Portable, which is another house mark game, which I've heard phenomenal things and actually really want to play. Yeah. And then Siphon Filter. Yeah. Siphon Filter. That is big.
1: Mostly all Japan studio games.
0: Um, and then some third party ones those were first party some third party ones Worms games Mr. Driller I don't care about those the one that I really care about here if you look at the second bullet point here Brent I see Tekken it. 2 one of the best fighting games of all time mm-hmm. hands down an incredible fighting game Immaculate I love that game I am so excited that this is going
1: to be included yeah That's, I played uh, the awesome.
0: shit out of that game on
1: Playstation so it also mentioned, I don't know if we, we talked about it yet, but um, for select original PlayStation and PSP classic games, we'll also be able to see a new interface with menus that allow you to save your game at any time or even rewind the game if you would like to do a do-over. Um, kind of like what Nintendo's done with their, you know, collections of games as well. Right.
0: So a few more things on uh, this premium tier with the classic games. Something really interesting here. So, apparently, according to the blog post, players who already own digital versions of select games from the original PlayStation and PSP generation will not, not have to make a separate purchase or even sign up for PlayStation Plus to play these titles on PS4 and PS5. So, you're basically getting some back-compat stuff built in with those. Yeah. Now... It also says when these titles are released for PS4 and PS5, players can go to the PlayStation Store and download a version for the consoles at no extra cost cost if you already own a digital version of the title. Yeah. Now, it also notes that some of the titles, some of the titles will also be available for individual purchase. That's cool. It sounds a little convoluted, but cool nonetheless
1: well you have to remember you know these games have not been accessible to purchase since the playstation 3 generation and the vita sure so you know kudos to them for even making it so that you can get them for free still because those licenses are old as shit yeah um
0: continuing on here it says some remastered classics from previous console generations will be added to the premium
1: tier and i want to mention these are basically just those games that are on playstation they were released on playstation 4 as like remastered backwards compatible games mm-hmm. so these have already been on playstation for quite a while most of these right
0: so you got things like ape escape 2 the dark cloud series uh jack 2 3 x combat racing and jack and daxter precursor legacy all of them yeah all of them rogue legacy um wild arms 3 which is big and then Third siren
1: siren's a big one too I have no idea. I know nothing about that. Uh, it's a horror game from Japan Studio.
0: Oh, slick. And then third party, you got Bioshock Remastered, Borderlands The Handsome Collection. So you have the whole Borderlands series and the whole Bioshock series. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bulletstorm, full clip edition. I, I believe that includes both Bulletstorm games. Isn't there two I, Bulletstorm games?
1: I don't even think there's two. Okay. I thought there was two. Maybe there is.
0: Uh, and then the Lego
1: Harry Potter collection and, then and kingdoms games. kingdoms of amalur re-reckoning as well yeah so that's also pretty cool it's really fucking wild that they are listing games like that with classic games remasters mm-hmm. because like bioshock doesn't feel like it should be in the same list as jack and daxter but yeah but, i hey, guess you get the whole it makes series. sense you get yeah. the best
0: versions of those games yeah um okay and now this the maybe the most contentious point that i still um i don't Fucking understand why these have to be streamed. So then, of course, you get PS3 games to stream and play at the premium tier on PS4, PS5, and on PC. That's pretty big. That has not been announced yet. That I feel like no, a it, lot was. Of, it was. It was, yeah. I could have sworn they did not have that in the original blog post.
1: Mm-mm, it was there.
0: Okay. Well, that's good. K Hall in the chat says just getting
1: this just for Jack 3. Nice. <laughs> well, Jack 3, for the record, there's a Jack and Dax like PS2 collection you can get on PS5 and PS4 right now. Just a heads up, you could buy it. It's been on sale for as low as like $15, maybe 9.99, mm-hmm. so just a heads up. Um so the PS3 games,
0: there's a lot. Uh again, maybe let's just highlight some of the maybe the biggest ones. Demon Souls, which this one doesn't the make original. Me, it doesn't make any sense to me why you would have the remastered in this.
1: Yeah, I don't even know if the servers are up still for the original Demon
0: Souls. Yeah, I don't know why you would want to... Pl- if you have the premium tier of this, and you say, uh, you oh, know. oh, oh, I could play Demon Souls Remastered, or I can play the shitty version that you know, at 21 FPS
1: with yeah, bad fame pacing. There's abysmals out there that are like, it's the original, dude, yeah, and well, you Yeah, people that. can,
0: you know, suck it. Yeah. Uh, you get the rest of the Hot Shot Golf series, which I'm excited. Ico. Hmm? uh the infamous series up through infamous festival of blood
1: yeah but this means that all the infamous games are on there too because we it's mentioned true. earlier first light and uh second sun are both on there too correct uh
0: motor storm series ratchet and clank series up and you know not including the most the newest ones which i think we're already on the list we talked about before. resistance three but not one and two And there's an HD collection
1: too that could easily be ported, but they're not. Yeah, because they're stupid. Um,
0: There's a couple Super Stardust, Super Stardust HD, Um, and uh, there's a couple other ones there. And then third-party ones: Castlevania: Lords of Shadows Two, Devil May Cry HD Collection, Fear, which is cool, Uh, Lost Planet Two, and then Red Dead Redemption: Undead Nightmare, which not but not Red Redemption, Redemption. Redemption. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. So those are ones that you can stream. Uh, good luck.
1: This is basically PlayStation Now, which is a subscription service that you can literally access right now on your PlayStation uh, to, to stream old games. Uh, they also have added those since the ability to like get games and download them, but not PS3 games. So yeah, they're just combining two services with this, basically.
0: Hopefully that will come at some point because I'm telling you right now, I am streaming games i'm not doing it
1: i've tried it i tried uh, infamous because i actually bought playstation now subscription like a month ago Mm because it was so cheap on sale and i heard that they were going to discontinue it and then my subscription would be converted into this premium tier for free right so i actually bought a whole year of it
0: yeah Uh, And then the last, probably most insignificant part of it, and they should definitely expand on this with the premium tier, is the time-limited game trials, which will enable you to try select games before you buy. So basically, after downloading a trial of the full game, you can play it for two hours for most games. The playtime counter only counts while you are in the game. Uh, That's basically what Steam has, but on a way more uh, less uh, good version, because it's like there's six games on this list that it's going to work for.
1: Well, Steam's is a little different, too, where it's not a trial. It's just you download a game, and you right. have two hours before you can get a refund. Right, which I think is the better version of it.
0: Um, this is only being implemented on Uncharted Legacy of the East Collection, Horizon Forbidden West, Cyberpunk 2077, Farm Simulator 22, Tiny Teen is Wonderland, and WWE 2K22, at least right now. That's what they're yeah. showing. Um, this should just be a feature they turn on for everything because it's good for consumers. <laughs> yeah. Um all right last point here Brett Re- refreshes a new content so this is interesting so again the essential tier you know we talked about that you get the two new games a month still uh the extra and the premium tiers also get those free games but now in addition the extra and premium tier will get an additional monthly free refresh in the middle of each month adding new games across PlayStation Plus extra and the premium and deluxe plans the number of games refreshed will vary per month. So basically for the two top tiers, you get an additional monthly
1: refresh with new games added. Yeah. So this launches May 24th in Asia, Japan on June 2nd, and North and South America on June 13th. And also if you're one of our Europe, Australian, or New Zealand uh, viewers or listeners, that'll be launching on June 23rd, which is quite a ways away. Yeah. So So when
0: for North America, June 14th?
1: June 13th 13th so there is some glaring omissions from these this games list that I kind of want to talk with you about yeah uh no Resident Evil except for Resident Evil 1 uh no Silent Hill at all despite there being an HD collection on PS3 that they could easily have for streaming mm-hmm. no Metal Gear Solid at all none of them nope uh yeah I'm kind of kind of worried about all of that but
0: It is both lackluster and not lackluster at the same time. And I feel like only PlayStation has figured out a way to thread that needle. I think you're right. Where it is basically the bare minimum of what you would expect and consider paying for, but no more.
1: Yeah, I think that the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 offerings kind of like hold this whole thing together because those games are pretty great. Mm Mm-hmm. But everything after that, including even the PSP and PlayStation titles, are pretty weak, at least what we see right now. There right. could be a lot more. But, um, yeah, I, ju- I just think that it's cool that they're finally bringing PlayStation 1 and PSP games, but I need to see more. You know? I agree. I think... Here's my o- overall
0: opinion. Am I going to get this? Yes. because Especially at the highest tier, because there are a few games that I really want to play. Yeah. And if they can start updating those with some other ones that I really want to play, like for me, Resistance, the old Resistance games and the old um, uh, what's Killzone. The Killzone games would be huge. I would love to play those. I just read
1: your fucking mind. How's that feel? Uh,
0: those would be big ones. So I'll I'll get in. If I stay in, it's going to be dependent on what is updated. But where I think the real value proposition for this is, is if I was a new PS5 owner, and I'm looking at all these games that I have access to or that I could buy along with my console, I might be like, "Mm, not going to buy any games. Instead, I'm going to spend $120, which would be the cost of two games, for a year of this and just dive into that because you have an incredible backlog of games that you can enter into up until some of the most recent releases on PS5 and get the full suite and the full experience. That is where I think the real value proposition is here for that.
1: Yeah, and I think there's also a case to be made for anyone that is going to be buying the ver- or, uh, digital-only PlayStation 5. Sure. Because you could have a bunch of physical games that you know you are like going to miss out. Like You're like, damn, I really want to get the digital PlayStation 5. It's cheaper, mm-hmm. but I have all these physical games. Well, now you could sell all your physical games, save $100 on your console, and just use that $100 for the PlayStation or all the money you make from your physical games mm-hmm. and use that to get this you know subscription with all the games are digital yeah so So,
0: what what about you 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 interested in this you're gonna hop in at the premium tier
1: i was already listen i'm a shill and i'm already in so no shame. i already have like my account is automatically gonna transition into this because i have playstation now right now Mm -hmm. um and by this i mean the premium tier yeah i'm in uh, I'm always into trying new features and trying new things and, and this seems like it's going to be pretty sweet so yeah I'm I'm pretty excited actually.
0: I'm looking up right now if you could still, you can you can still buy PlayStation Now subscriptions.
1: Yeah I know some people were having issues with that a couple of weeks ago though so you know, buyer beware if you're going to go and buy PlayStation Now cards right now and try to redeem them. I heard people were having trouble redeeming them because PlayStation is kind of on to the fact that you can save some money by doing that so yeah but
0: uh i don't
1: know check but it out
0: whatever your
1: whatever your subscription whatever one is longer so if you have both playstation now and playstation plus whatever one of those subscriptions is the longer mm-hmm. that is how long your tier your tier will carry on till so yeah,
0: my uh my playstation plus is actually up in june hmm. so uh I'm going to see, I should have looked weeks ago when we talked about it, but I'm going to see if I can't get some PS Now cards to do this. Otherwise, I don't, I mean, whatever, I'll just fucking buy it. I don't care. Yeah. At the premium tier. I, I mean, I, I'm in for a lot of those titles alone that we talked about,
1: just like yeah. you said. If And comparing it to Game Pass, though, we have, we have to do that. Uh, it's not anywhere near as good as Game Pass. No, not even close. Not especially, close. especially not in the value
0: department. Yeah, Game Pass is still the superior service, but we'll see how it goes. I still still think it's confusing from an outsider's perspective about what you get with what and how it works and what you can do and all these different things. And if I'm having a hard time fully wrapping my head around that, I can only imagine what the average consumer is going to do with it. And I'm not saying it's like overly complicated. It is just like, you have to think like, what do I get with what? But if you buy it at the premium tier, I guess it doesn't really matter anyway. You know,
1: what do you think about the Ubisoft thing? Do you think there's
0: anything to that? You mean as far as acquisition rumor goes with that? I don't think so. Um, I think it's more so Ubisoft is uh, struggling. Uh, We know they're struggling and we know most of their games in development right now are probably a ways off. So they're probably looking at deals with Game Pass or PlayStation to try to recoup some losses and help pad them right now. Because uh, we know they are open to acquisition uh, mm-hmm. with some of those other things. So, I mean, it's not impossible. But I don't know if I would look in too much of PlayStation acquiring them, uh, mainly because I don't think that's a good fit. I also don't really think PlayStation would be interested in Ubisoft. I think Ubisoft is probably more than happy to take PlayStation's money to bolster their PS Plus you know, lineup.
1: Yeah. No that makes sense. I just think it's interesting that they they branded it Ubisoft plus to go along with playstation plus I don't know it's just weird
0: yeah.
1: uh whatever but yeah so I'm excited for it. We'll see what happens um you know if anyone in our in our chat or any watchers or viewers yeah. or you know want to comment what they think well, it'd be great let us know
0: as uh as Frank Frankie says in the chat
1: premium tier is the only way for me I'm with you. All right, let's move on. Today, our final topic of the day, besides indie intel, which we'll get to in just a little bit, we're going to be talking about something that has kind of blown up online, and it's Silent Hill. So if you don't know, and are you going to put the images up behind me? You already have them. Uh, They're already up, brother. They're already up. So some images from a Silent Hill project have leaked out uh, from a Twitter user named Aesthetic Gamer. So uh, the leaked images appear to show a new Silent Hill game, but they have since been removed by a copyright claim. Aesthetic Gamer, previously known as Dusk Golem, posted four images of what they claimed were a Silent Hill leak, adding that they had originated from a source that was new to them. Uh, They had been given more than enough proof to believe them, however. Uh, So first of all, the reason I want to point out the copyright claim is because it's real, folks this shit doesn't get
0: it's
1: real yeah this shit doesn't get taken down unless it's real why would konami waste their time taking down and sending their legal team after something that's not real and not a threat right right uh so in the past aesthetic gamer under the previous name Dusk golem correctly shared in april 2020 that the eighth resident evil game which we know would become resident evil village would be released in 2021 would be a first I apologize, would be a first-person game again, like Resident Evil 7, would see the return of Ethan Winters, and would also include werewolves, which we know all of that ended up being true. True. Uh, within hours of the Silent Hill pictures being posted, they were removed from Twitter and replaced with a message stating, this image has been removed in response to a report from the copyright holder, which, as we know, would have to be Konami. Correct. So, some of the images that Josh probably has behind me right now, they show a messy room. Uh, there's one with a red corridor with notes covering the wall and a figure standing at the end, seemingly with like a cherry blossom head, uh, and also a woman's face that has been partially unpeeled with messages like, I hate myself, and "Minjer," which I'm being told is a uh, slang word used in like the UK, it's Correct. an insult, uh, exposed underneath her skin. So literally, it's like pieces of her skin are peeling off, and underneath, you see these words. Uh, one of the images, which I did not know this piece of, of information, Josh, but one of the images appears to be concept art. Oh, yeah. Dated October 20th, 2020, signed by Masahiro Ito, the monster designer and art director on the original Silent Hill trilogy. Yeah, so that's, guy...
0: that's the post-it note hallway one.
1: Okay, that guy made Pyramid Head. Correct. So, very interesting. Um, And I actually shared with you recently, Josh, that Masahiro Ito had a tweet from 2018 in which he said that if he were to make a new game, a new horror game, not Silent Hill, that it would feature a character with a cherry blossom theme and cherry blossom head, if you will, which the character in this concept art that he signed appears to be. Correct. When sharing the screenshots, Aesthetic Gamer wrote, there's a lot I'm not sharing for now. This is from a relatively new source for me, but I have been given more than enough proof to believe them. I will also mention the names, Anita and Maya, SMS messages, and that this is not the only Silent Hill game currently in development. Uh, He also said, the shots are a bit dated, they're from 2020, so maybe this project looks a bit different now, but this is what I'm choosing to share. I know many will doubt this, but I have a lot of private proof to show this is real, and as always, I continue to wait on the Silent Hill game reveal. So all this came out, all these screenshots came out, and all this information came out, And people, especially the Silent Hill community, which, listen, I love you, but people had awful takes regarding these screenshots. Bad ones. Very bad takes. People were comparing it to uh, a teeny bopper drama, Life is Strange, uh, just because it was a picture of a female and there was, like, her feelings written underneath her face. Mm. Uh,
0: So, Brett, let me ask you something. I, I think people are so insulted by the fact that there might be a female character in it. Because no other Silent Hill game before has had a prominent female character. Isn't that correct?
1: You'd think that, yeah. Uh, Silent Hill 3 had a female protagonist, and uh, it's one of the most popular games in the whole franchise. Oh, my bad. I thought, you know. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, there was people that were tweeting like, oh, this is going to be Silent Hill, my patriarchy edition, and, and whatnot. I literally told some guy, I said, why don't you go touch grass, dude? And he literally deleted his tweet because I ratioed the fuck out of him. Uh
0: yeah if you're if you're first of all fuck off with anybody that has that opinion second of all if you're (laughs) judging this game whatever it is by the way which we're actually going to talk about in a second uh based on four images please get up from where you're sitting go out to your shed grab a shovel dig a hole climb into the hole cover yourself with the dirt and suffocate until you perish I don't think I could have said that in any nicer of a way.
1: Yeah, I'm so. with you. All right, well, moving on uh, to the next part of this. There's more news about this now. More shit has come out. There's so much more. The leaked Silent Hill screenshots are not from an upcoming Silent Hill video game. Oh, my God. According to VGC, oh. the images leaked by Aesthetic Gamer are understood to be related to a pt style teaser game codenamed sakura which makes me think of cherry blossoms so it all kind of makes sense Slickera. uh this is intended to be released as a free digital title to build anticipation for the larger projects with an s
0: i am here to tell you my man this is awesome dude
1: there are going to be multiple silent hill games being released ladies and gentlemen Yes. You, hear, you heard it here first. Even even
0: better than that though, the fact that they're cashing in on the PT thing, yeah,
1: is really smart. I wish that they would release the original, but Oh, me too, but they won't. Uh so some more information from today basically, there are multiple Silent Hill projects currently in development at studios all around the world. Uh sources have told VGC and they could include a remake, a full sequel, and a story-focused episodic series. So details are emerging on what some of those projects could look like. As first mentioned by influencer Nate The Hate and journalist Jeff Grubb, one of the in-development titles could be a remake of a fan-favorite 2001 installment, Silent Hill 2. Uh, This matches with what VGC has heard from their own sources. It's claimed that the remake will feature reworked AI, animations, puzzles, and several new endings, potentially releasing as a timed exclusive on PlayStation consoles. Yep. Uh, This one is being rumored to be developed by Bloober. Right? No. Remake? The remake, yes. Yeah, not the episodic one, the remake. Yeah, so Bluebird is the studio behind um, The Medium, the most recent title they put out, but also uh, Layers of Fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Medium studio has been linked to Silent Hill franchise con- uh, constantly over the past 18 months. Last year, the Polish developer announced a strategic cooperation agreement with Konami. Months after Bloober's Blue Bull- Blue- Blue CEO claimed it was working on an existing horror IP from a very famous gaming publisher. Silent Hill composer Akira Yamaoka, Yamaoka, Yamaoka. who is, by the way, very slick, even worked on Bloober's 2021 title The Medium and teased his next game project by stating it was the one you've been hoping to hear about. Wonder what that could be, bro. According to VGC, Konami has been actively talking to several developers about reviving the Silent Hill IP across multiple games. One of these projects is intended to be a smaller, episodic series of short stories, VGC was told. Sources have previously indicated that Until Dawn Studios' Supermassive had once been involved in talks for such a project, which eventually evolved into the Dark Pictures games. One new name two people independently gave VGC was Annapurna Interactive, the acclaimed publisher behind games such as Sayonara, Wild Hearts, Outer Wilds, and Telling Lies, which they said could be involved in the Stories, the Silent Hill Stories project. Mm -hmm. However, they said many studios had been involved in pitches for Silent Hill, and it's possible Annapurna was simply involved in one of those discussions rather than a project that was eventually greenlit. Finally, this is the last bit of news here, BGC has been told that Konami is planning to release a new mainline entry into the Silent Hill series. It's not clear who's leading the game, but VGC reported last year that a Japanese studio was working on a silent hill project. This one has got to be Kojima productions. Yes.
0: There's a lot here, my man, and it's all good. And it's all true. I'm here to tell you that right now, all of this is happening. It's all 100% can be confirmed by me right now. I've seen enough. I'm placing my bets. It's happening. And here is the most, important tidbit out of all of this stuff that you just talked about the one thing that i looked and i I looked when i read it i was like um that means it's soon the the part about the uh episodic one being originally done by the by supermassive man of madan which was the first dark pictures game came out in 2019 That game at least had two years of development behind it. If Konami was in early stages of development for that episodic game, right, prior to 2019, so maybe 2017, 2018, and maybe entered into development around 2019, whatever that game is, is close to being done.
1: And is soon. Possibly. Yeah, Aesthetic Gamer said that there are 3.5 Silent Hill projects being worked on right now. Mm Mm-hmm. So we know one of them is the actual reboot being done by Bloober. We know that one of them is this stories game, which has had many studios attached to it. But at, at the time now, it's believed to be Annapurna. Right. We know that Konami is planning to release a mainline entry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So There's the three. And then the point .5 would be the teaser Correct. game that uh, has leaked. Right. Correct.
0: And then also looping in, Kojima Productions just moved picked up and moved house
1: yep they changed their studio
0: um blooper you know i i mean this is in my opinion it's all confirmed like this is all 100 happening it's just a matter of when
1: it's going to be announced and when they will yeah. be released but we I mean, don't know we don't know if if by the way if kojima productions is attached there's no rumors to that well there's some rumors but there's no there's nothing to that yet
0: no it's happening i'm telling you
1: right but now. but that's us we're saying that right now um i've seen enough
0: to tell you that that's happening 100 percent and if i'm wrong no i'm not um so here's gonna be the sequence right we're gonna get the demo we're going to
1: get oh wait 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 what's the demo for which one of these projects what is it teasing
0: probably franchise either the franchise or the new mainline entry okay and then so we're gonna get the demo we're gonna get the episodic one we're gonna get the remake and then we're gonna get the new one and before the new one there's gonna be an update to the demo
1: yeah. That's it. There's been a lot of people talking about um, from back in 2020, there were rumors that this new Silent Hill game or a new Silent Hill game, whatever one it is, is actually going to interact with you in the real world. Yeah. Um, a lot of rumors about there being like a way that you enter your phone number at the beginning of the game and while you're not playing in the game, you'll receive text messages from in the game. Right. I think that's a really cool idea and that is literally something that Hideo Kojima would do. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm getting my Thoughts about Kojima? No, it's 100% correct. I'm disappointed that we were unfortunately like spoiled by the teaser because the coolest thing about PT was that PlayStation said, Hey, there's this new horror game from this new studio Mm
0: -hmm. and we're
1: putting it out for free today. Go check it out. Yeah. And everyone downloaded it. Nobody knew what it was. And then it was revealed that it was silent Hill. Yeah. I mean, I think they could still do
0: that and just not tell anybody what it is. But we already,
1: we've seen screenshots. We know. You know too much. Maybe. Can't lightning can't strike twice, brother. Maybe. Um one other But p- then again, does it need to be a surprise? We know it's coming.
0: No, so, I don't care. Like, I give it to me. Yeah. Um one sad thing about all of this, one piece of bad news from all of this. Aesthetic gamer today announced that he is officially retiring from leaking.
1: Yeah, he's been getting
0: some shit. He has gotten so much shit from this, he no doubt I mean it was Konami that took down those images. He might have gotten a cease and desist. Uh, he's like, I'm done, bro. Like he said today, he's done. And he was, I think- he's was. been getting called out and getting shit from developers and stuff, which is not fair.
1: Uh, But, you know. Yeah, and I, I think that um his sources, because he had a lot of information. There was a lot of stuff that he did not leak because he did not want to spoil stuff. Right. I think that his source moved on. And that's where VGC is getting all this information.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: So whatever, just sad
0: because he's he, been he's been pretty spot on for a long time.
1: Oh yeah, he has trusted trusted sources. Um, and I, one more thing, he said. You say it. Where's this quote that says I'm going to say a few more things? Um, oh here we go. So he also mentioned Anita and Maya, which I don't know what significance that is. But he also said SMS messages. Is involved in Silent Hill, and that is what I was just referring to. Right. That there was rumors back in 2020 that Silent Hill, some Silent Hill game, was going to have text message, yeah, interactions. So So,
0: here's what's going to happen. Um, I I didn't include it in our notes here, but Konami was supposed to be have a pretty heavy presence at E3 last year, and they didn't because of they said like timing or whatever it was. I'm telling you, this year Summer Games Fest, watch out.
1: Especially if it's Kojima, because we know Jeff Keely and Kojima are boys. Yeah. So watch out. I'm gonna if I was a Silent Hill fan, which
0: I want to be. Yes. Uh I would keep a very close eye on Summer Games Fest and Shillery around it. And any time Konami is supposed to be involved with it, I would have my eyes glued to
1: the screen. Because yeah. it's coming. Well, Konami's involved. It has to be this. They're, they're, it's, they really aren't doing anything else except Yu-Gi-Oh! games, right? So
0: Well, no, they have the Turtles and Time thing. Yeah. Doing.
1: It's coming. That's it. Yeah. I'm excited. I hope everyone else is just you as excited be. as us. Get we've excited. been saying this. We've been saying this for months. And dude, you know what? We've been, we've been, we've been saying beating saying this drum since, for years. Dude, we've been saying it so long that we now have confirmation, basically, that we were right. Of course we're a right. a year ago, before E3, it was going to be announced. We were right. But they just backed
0: out. Remember, we're always, always. right. Always. Never once have we been
1: incorrect. Ever. E- even when we're wrong. We're right. That's right.
0: We got to get that on a t-shirt.
1: Even when we're right. Even when we're wrong. Even when we're right, we're wrong.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: Wrap up. With uh, Indie Intel. Right. Uh, we're going to talk about a game called Silt.
0: Alone in an underwater abyss, you are a diver searching for, searching the deep to uncover long-forgotten mysteries. Silt is an exploration game set in surreal oceanic void. Explore the depths possessing the creatures around you to solve environmental puzzles and travel deeper into the darkness. Discover a surreal underwater world where nature has evolved into increasingly bizarre forms in order to survive. Traverse stunning underwater vistas and discover strange creatures, unexplored ruins, and ancient machinery hidden in the deep. Possess diverse and distinctive sea creatures to make use of their unique abilities, solve puzzles, and overcome the environment. Survive encounters with giant deep sea jo- goliaths and harness the power to awaken a long dormant force at the center of an abyss. In Silt, Brett, you're going to experience an unsettling monochrome world with a distinct handcrafted feel constructed from the sketches and dark imagination of artist Mr. Mead on a howling journey on a harrowing journey beneath the water's surface. So, here's why I brought this up. It basically looks like Inside Underwater. It's like Limbo Underwater. That's what I meant. Well, and Inside looks pretty pretty much the same as Limbo. So, um, this game comes out everywhere. Literally everywhere on June 1st. PC, console, everything. Switch, Xbox, PlayStation. It's everywhere. Epic Game Store, Steam, GOG. It has,
1: like, some Lovecraftian-looking elements. Yeah. Uh, it, it looks awesome.
0: Yeah, this will be one to watch. I think this game is going to be really good. I'm excited for it. Uh, and I wanted to bring it up.
1: Yeah, so it looks like your character can, like, mind control the, the underwater creatures. Like, I see here, he's using his mind control powers to control a school of fish. And then I would assume you play as the school of fish to progress and do puzzles and whatnot. Correct. Um,
0: so... Yeah, it sounds cool, and definitely like again, like we said, not only in look, but almost maybe similar in structure to Inside and Limbo, which are yeah. my type of
1: puzzle games. So for sure, yeah, and you can wishlist it right now on Steam too. Correct. So go do that.
0: All right, Silt, check it out. Uh, links will be in the description,
1: folks. Yeah. That'll do it, man. I think that's that was a good one. That'll do it long it was a lot. long but concise there was a lot going on there
0: long but concise you know what i'm saying yeah
1: just like something else hey any of our uh, cohorts have anything to say
0: no no cohorts i'll tell you uh, what i have to say what i have to pee but that's not really what i have to say I want to thank everybody for listening Watching live, watching on playback, yeah. straight, streaming it, listening on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, um, a- anywhere where your audio enters your ear holes for podcasts. Uh, want to thank you for joining me.
1: Want to thank you for joining me, and I want to thank you for um, just being here and, you know, existing. Want to
0: thank Aesthetic Gamer for leaking stuff. Shh.
1: Yo! Shout out to Aesthetic Gamer, dude. Don't end your career. Shout It's out. just getting started. You know,
0: just turn off, just turn off mentions,
1: dude. Just close your eyes, dude.
0: Yeah, just close your eyes and don't see. I was gonna just try. To, your... I was gonna try to sing that song, like "Open your eyes and see. Your dude. eyes are open. Close your eye."
1: I- Cyberbullying isn't real. Just close your eyes.
0: Close your eye. Cl-
1: I can't fucking. Open your eyes and see. Oh, close your eyes and see. What's the next part?
0: Your eyes are closed. (laughs) Nice. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. Uh, all right. yeah, that's awesome, dude. Uh, Yeah, so make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for being in the chat. Thank you all for following us and rating us on Spotify and your podcast services and liking on YouTube and sharing with your friends and literally doing everything. You know, I know Save Before Quitting. Our good friends are at Save Before Quitting Podcast. They do. They have that acronym. I feel like our acronym is too long. Yeah, we just. Our, ac- our acronym would be like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious.
1: Yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? So actually, it, it probably sounds something like, um, something like that probably what our acronym would right. sound like.
0: So instead, just look at the links in the description on the video.
1: Yeah. You got everything you and, need And there. On,
0: and on podcast services. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. When you're on Spotify, we, we put all that on there too. Yeah. It's in there. Um,
0: yeah. Anything else? Any closing thoughts, Brett?
1: I look forward to what we got coming up. As Josh said, we're going to be talking about uh, how we're going to handle the next couple of months while he's uh, directing a show. So uh, stay tuned. We're not going to stop. More content's on the way. Uh, More videos are coming. More streams. More audio podcasts. So be on the lookout, and we will see you next week. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you.